checking in to the first preview, uh, week one preview, first preview of the season that is, um, Domcast, and we are going to take a look. I know we're a game behind, but um, whatever, you know, it, it's shit happens. We didn't get this out when we'd like to. We're still working on what's uh, going to work, work best schedule-wise, but we're going to get you Domcast probably two a week, hopefully a preview and a recap. Um, Thursdays or Fridays probably for the preview, and Mondays or Tuesdays for the recap. Um, we'll just see what works best for everyone's schedule. So uh, last night, Buccaneers and um, the Cowboys, and that was a good game for some, a bad game for others, and uh, you know, not exactly how I wanted to start the season on the losing, or uh, I shouldn't say losing because it's, it's just begun, but uh, down 33 points. Um, we have Stacy. That's Ethan over over me. Uh, Stacy at 27.16 over Darth Brovi and his 5.4. Uh, the Zeke squad put up a big number, 75.22. Uh, we'll get into what happened there. And Barr still sitting at a zero. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Cracking Skulls dropped 23.4. He leads How Do You Like Me Now, 0.00. And then Christian Mingle, which is a tremendous team name, um, leading 30 to, 30 to half to nothing over Evan's team. So let's, just to get uh, everybody on the same page here, um, and this is just a list of teams. Darth Brovey, obviously, Commissioner Brovey, the fearless leader. Uh, the deplorable asshats is Ethan. That would be my opponent this week. Um, what we got next? The Zeke Squad, formerly Bar's team name last year, a really creative and unique team name, has been transitioned to DJ's team. Uh, smart by him to keep up a name that made it all the way to the finals last year. Uh, How Do You Like Me Now, which is a carryover name from last year, that's Evan, um, paying homage to the great Toby Keith, almost a late great, but Toby ain't dead. Uh, then you got Evan's team, which we know is famously Jeff, which obviously his creative juices uh, they apparently never flow because he's been the same team name for forever and it's not funny or um, entertaining anymore. Taylor Swift, named after two of the running backs, is Stacy's squad. Kraken uh, Skulls is one of Heath's staples. We know Heath will inevitably change his name four to 400 times this year based on how the season's going and players that have helped or hurt him. Uh, Bar's crew, um, not 100% sure. I would assume that is Chris Barr's team. Uh, I am still under the trailer trash moniker, and we'll see how the season uh, plays out if I keep that. I kind of like the idea of uh, franchise names. Maybe that's what Jeff's going for, but uh, keeping the same name season after season. But uh, I personally am a believer in superstition and trying to uh, change up the mojo. So when things are good, I stick with the name. When they're bad, I tend to change or try to find something to change up the, uh, the energy of the team. And last but not least, Christian Mingle. Uh, a great team name, especially when you have Christian McCaffrey in our squad. Uh, really good job done by Jake. Uh, so let's we're going to talk about the Thursday night games as we go through these matchups, but we're going to more focus on what's going to happen over Sunday and Monday. Uh, first up on the docket is Trailer Trash versus the Deplorable Asshats. 
And as I mentioned before, Ethan got a good uh, showing from Antonio Brown, 24.7 points. He looked like he, uh, you know, was was 2015 or 16 AB. Uh, I know that it might have been his second grab of the night. He caught it over his shoulder on the sideline. Maybe the first grab. It was in the first quarter. Uh, he just it just really looked good. Uh, maybe the most explosive of those receivers. Greg Zerline finished with nine points, which is a damn shame because the beginning of the game, first half for sure, it looked like he wasn't sure if he was supposed to kick it between the uprights or on the left side of him, uh, but he did manage nine points. Not a bad showing. Actually, I'll get his projection even with two misses. Um, that's where we're at with that. So we'll go position by position, kind of see who has the advantage in these matchups. Aaron Rodgers against the Saints on my side. Russell Wilson against the Colts on that side. Uh, I think it could be kind of a wash. Russell Wilson adds a little bit more with his legs. I think that game may be more of a high-scoring game. Um, so I do give the edge slightly to Ethan there, although I think Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are pretty similar. Wide receiver squads. On my side, we have Stephon Diggs versus the Steelers. Uh, DJ Moore versus the Jets. And right now, LaVisca Chenault against Houston. Uh, those are three pretty decent matchups. Um, Diggs especially with it sounds like Emmanuel Sanders is um, not sure if they're going to get him out there this week so with Diggs and I like Gabe Davis if you're playing any daily stuff uh, Cole Beasley obviously will get his targets so on Ethan's side Devontae Adams um, Keenan Allen and Michael Pittman I love Keenan Allen especially if Eckler were to miss or even be limited this week uh, Keenan Allen PPR machine against Washington. They're going to have to throw the ball because the front seven is great for, for Washington. Pittman against Seattle. Um, you don't know what you're going to, going to get out of him. And obviously Adams uh, is tremendous. It will help me if Adams has a good game. But, you know, you know how that is. It kind of bites you in the ass. But uh, I'll have to root a little bit for Devontae Adams because I don't think that Randall Cobb is going to have, you know, eight catches for 90 yards and two touchdowns. Although it would be great. Uh, at the running back position, Ethan will have Najee Harris and Miles Sanders, and I will have Austin Eckler, David Montgomery. Hopefully I'll have Austin Eckler. Um, if Austin Eckler doesn't play, I would give the uh, give the advantage to Ethan maybe because I think Miles Sanders, I think they'll be in a high-scoring game against Atlanta. Najee Harris, we'll see what he has. Buffalo's a good defense, but they're not great. They're not as good as they were. They used to be. They used to be relying on the defense and run game. Now Buffalo's kind of solid defense, but rely on Josh Allen to lead them. Tight end, uh, we'll see what Kyle Pitts has in that same high-scoring game as Miles Sanders. I'll see if George Kittle um, can return value. Let's hope he does. And flex spot, Ethan got a great 24.7 points out of Antonio Brown. I don't think I'm getting that out of Chris Carson, but I will take a good floor out of him. Uh, I also have Butker as my kicker. His kicker's already gone. And defensively, I've got Indy against Seattle, and he's got uh, New England against Miami. Both of those defenses should be good defenses. Uh, not the best matchup, but we'll see. Uh, obviously, with Ethan's good start, he is now projected to win, but it's still fairly close. I think I've got a shot uh, to, you know, hang in this one, hopefully hopefully get a win, but we'll see what happens. Um, you never know. You can't judge it based on your projections. On to the next matchup. We're not going to go into benches tonight, uh, I guess this afternoon. Let's go to Darth Brovey and Taylor Swift. I mentioned earlier, Stacy grabbed 27.16 from Tom Brady. Brian was limited to 5.4 from Mike Evans, who Mike Evans may be the odd man out on that offense. The way Mike Evans played was more of a Jameis Winston style, you know, big body, go get the ball in the end zone, just, you know, running a nine right down the field. 
And now they've got guys like Godwin who run great routes. Antonio Brown who can run. He runs every route in the book. Plus he's great after the catch. I do. Th I think Mike Evans, fantasy-wise, could be the three on that team. Now that doesn't mean he's not going to succeed, um, but I definitely think that he was, you know, a good wide receiver three for Brian. Although you obviously look at looking for more than five and a half points, and I think he'll get that. But a slow start for Brian. He does have Patrick Mahomes though, and Mahomes could definitely equal Tom Brady. And he's playing against the Browns. The Browns are a solid defense, but I think that game will be relatively high scoring. I don't know that it's um, you know a 50-point total, but I think it could be a, you know like a 28-20 or something like that, which I guess is 48 points. So maybe it is a 50-point total. Uh, Brian's receivers, obviously Evans is already gone. He's got DK Metcalf against Indy. He's got Deontay Johnson against Buffalo. Both those guys are fine. Stacey's got Tyree Kill to kind of equalize Brian's Patrick Mahomes. She's also got Robert Woods against the Bears and Tyler Lockett against um, the Colts. So a lot, of, a lot of players in that uh, Indy and Colts games, so each of them has a receiver going in that game. Then we go to running backs, Brian with Kamara and Mike Davis. Who We'll see what Mike Davis is. I, I'm really low on Mike Davis. He's probably the... Uh, of all the starting, like, lead, obvious starting running backs, he's probably my least favorite um, on the year. But we'll see. He, he could definitely return value. I know it was a later pick when Brian got him. Uh, for Stacy, she's going Jonathan Taylor again in that Indian-Seattle game. And she also got Daryl Henderson in there against the Bears. Uh, it could be a game where the Rams get up early and salt that thing away. Bears defense is not bad. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Tight ends, Bob Tunyon and TJ Hawkinson. I give Stace the slight advantage on that. Flex plays, two Cleveland Browns, Kareem Hunt and Jarvis Landry. Um, they're projected right around the same. I told Stacey I, I'm really not a big Jarvis fan this year. Obviously, he's been solid for PPR forever. Uh, if you get four for 44, that's that's probably what you're looking at on, on any given day for Jarvis. But, um, you know, he's projected 13. He could definitely get there. I think Kareem Hunt has the higher ceiling, though, of those two players. Stacey, def a definite advantage at kicker with Justin Tucker, who's just the guy. Um, Brian's playing Kansas City's defense. Okay, um, not. I think Cleveland's going to be better offensively than they have been in recent years. And Stacy's playing San Francisco against Detroit. I think that's a, that might be one of the better matchups of the of the uh, week. So I give Stacy the advantage at those two positions, kicker and defense. And I think after the pretty good start from Tom Brady, she's definitely in the driver's seat. Um, you know, looking for win number one coming off the championship year. Um, Zeke squad versus Bars crew. Uh, DJ up 75.22. He's already had his trio of Cowboys play. Dak with a great game, 30 points. Amari Cooper with an outstanding game. Career high in catches last night with 13. He's sitting at 38.9 points. And Zeke, obviously, uh, game flow and uh, tough Tampa Bay front limited him to only 5.9 points. I think Zeke will be hopefully better than that. He definitely looked like he had some juice last night. Tony Pollard really looked like he had some juice. So we'll see if that becomes more of a split or if Zeke played 80-some percent of the snaps. So it's not like he was taking a backseat. It just seemed like when Pollard was out there and he was getting touches, he was electric. But Zeke looked good, too. He was running hard, just nowhere to run. Um, on DJ's side, remaining wide receivers are DeAndre Hopkins at Tennessee in a game that I think could have uh, the highest point total of the week. Um, I think both those teams are... Good offenses. Tennessee with a decent defense. Arizona, uh, not sure where they're at. They've, they haven't been good, but they've made some additions. Obviously, people know J.J. Watt's playing there now. 
I don't know that he makes a huge difference, but I think that game could be a shootout, could be good for Hopkins. In that same game, DJ's got A.J. Brown. That almost works out. I mean, that's, that is right there. The two of those guys are projected around 40 points, and I think that's the floor. I think between those two, I'm not saying where are the points, how they're going to be distributed, but those two guys in that matchup, high point total, uh, really going to be tough for Barr to deal with that. I will say Barr's got Josh Allen against Pittsburgh the other game where I think points could um, come you know, pretty frequently. Josh Allen, he's great. He might be uh, QB1 in the fantasy year when things all settle down. Terry McLaurin against the Chargers. He's going to see a lot of Chris Harris, who's a pretty solid corner, but I really like Terry McLaurin. He's explosive, uh, good throwing quarterback this year with Fitzpatrick. T. Higgins against Minnesota could be solid. And Odell Beckham uh, against Kansas City. I'm not sure Odell Beckham's going to play. Uh, he's listed as questionable in here. And I've heard some things that he's he definitely is questionable. I would say he probably does get in the lineup, but um, you know, as your wide receiver three, Odell Beckham's fine, but you're going to have some weeks where he's a total dud. Aaron Jones against New Orleans, I think that's a great matchup for him. And if Saquon Barkley plays, and it sure seems like he will play and have, I think they're probably going to temper his workload, but I do think, I think he probably touches the ball over 15 times, and that's that's good enough for him to be excellent for fantasy. Uh, tight end, we've got Austin Hooper and Logan Thomas. I'm okay with Logan Thomas, and people are high on him uh, this week. I don't know how I feel about him. I think the Chargers... Defense is solid, and I think that, you know, he's going to see a lot of Derwin James in, in uh, sure passing situations, and Derwin is a versatile safety who didn't play, hasn't played much really in his young career, but especially last year. Um, so I really don't care for either of those tight ends. Um, Flex-wise, Barr's got Corey Davis, who I guess people like. I'm kind of blah on. And DJ's got Raheem Mostert, who I do like against Detroit. Uh, you wonder if they don't get a good lead early, if they don't phase Mostert out and see a lot of Trey Sermon. But uh, I think Mostert will definitely be above his 13-point projection. Also, uh, update just in, Austin Eckler did take part in practice so far, the open portion of the media. So Austin Eckler sounds like he's going to play. Um, kicker, Youngway Koo, Tyler Bass, two uh, good kickers. I love Tyler Bass. I think Tyler Bass is uh, one of the most underrated kickers in the league on a team that scores a ton of points. Uh, Denver defense for DJ is, that's like the leader in the clubhouse for stream of the week. And Bars, Washington defense is a great defense. Uh, playing against the Chargers, solid offense. I give DJ the advantage there. Moving on to the fourth matchup. we got How Do You Like Me Now against Cracking Skulls. Evan still projected to win this one after even after CeeDee Lamb had a great game. Hey, if CeeDee Lamb catches like a couple more balls that were thrown to him, I think he was I think he might have caught seven and nine, but the two I know he dropped one very, very egregious ball in the first half um, that I can definitely remember. But anyhow, he turned that into twenty three point four points. Uh, Lamar Jackson quarterback for Evan. He's going to have to do a lot of work now with the running game, although I love the Latavius Murray signing. I think he's the kind of guy they want to have. Um, he's similar to Mark Ingram. Obviously, he actually replaced Mark Ingram in New Orleans over the past couple of years. Uh, Justin Herbert for Heath, quarterback. I love Herbert. Uh, Washington defense, tough. I think that game ends up being a little bit lower scoring, so Herbert, uh, he'll have to, he needs Eckler out there because a lot of dump-offs and short passes to Eckler and Keenan Allen are going to be how they keep the ball rolling there. Uh, Receiver-wise, he already had CeeDee Lamb. He's got Cooper Cup against the Bears, Jerry Judy against the Giants. Fine. Both of them are fine. 
Evan has Justin Jefferson against the Bengals, Julio Jones in the high-scoring Arizona-Tennessee matchup, and Chase Claypool against the Bills. Uh, I like Jefferson and Julio. Claypool, I'm iffy on. I'd like to see how the Steelers wide receiver group shakes out a little bit. Um, but I do give the slight edge to Evan overall with upside. I know CeeDee Lamb had a good game, but Cooper Cup, Jerry Judy, I think they're both going to be – I don't know. Jerry Judy could actually have a really good game against the Giants. One of those uh, Broncos wide receivers is going to break out. Um, I heard it – I forget what I listened to it on. One of the, you know, obviously uh, fantasy outlets, you know, podcast-wise, they said that Tim Patrick might be the best fourth wide receiver – I forget who they were comparing to, but really, Tim Patrick is a great fourth wide receiver that just lets you know that like there's a lot of mouths to feed in Denver. So Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Hamler, uh, Patrick, Noah Fant, Alberto. Uh, could be a good year for Teddy. Who knows? Not fantasy-wise. Teddy is never a fantasy contributor, except for if you're using you know, quarterback leagues. Two quarterback leagues, sorry. Uh, running back, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon from Evan. That's a, that's a just powerful duo there. Um, Minnesota defense is a little bit stronger than it has been, so Mixon may uh, struggle. I, I guess they're playing each other, so that would be a game for Evan to uh, try to get tuned in on. Uh, and on the other side, Derrick Henry and Antonio Gibson. I love that pair of running backs, uh, both in pretty solid matchups. Derrick Henry could just run straight through. He might start the season with 200 yards against the Cardinals. Mark Andrews and Johnny Smith, clear edge to Mark Andrews on that one. Um, in the flex, Ev's going with Cole Beasley, Heath with Brandon Cooks. We'll see what Brandon Cooks can do. I'm not sure. I mean, he is the wide receiver for Houston, but I'm just not sure Tyrod's strength is what works for Brandon Cooks. We'll see, though. Brandon Cooks could be very solid. Robbie Gold and Matt Gay. Um, I expect the 49ers to score points, so Robbie Gold I do give. Actually, I give both. Solid matchup. I, I like Robbie Gold in this matchup. And in the Carolina defense against the Jets, that's a great stream. Uh, and in the Pittsburgh defense against Buffalo, that's um, the opposite of a great stream, uh, as the projections show. Lastly, Evans' team versus Christian Mingle. And we mentioned that Jake jumped out to a solid lead. Uh, he got seven points out of suck-up, slightly below his uh, projection, but, you know, not a bad night. Didn't go zero, didn't go three, one field goal or a couple extra points, you know. Seven points solid, 23 and a half out of Chris Godwin. Good night by Godwin. Um, I really like Chris Godwin as a player, NFL-wise. His routes, they're, they're crisp. He, he breaks out of them. He did have the... Uh, the fumble, and then the, uh, well, we're not saying he pushed off, but he might have pushed off there at the end of the game, but uh, the refs didn't call it. Quarterback-wise, we got Tannehill on Evans' team, and Jeff waited last to draft the quarterback. Tannehill against Arizona is a great play. Uh, Jake's got Kyler Murray, the guy who a lot of people think Patrick Mahomes is going to be quarterback one in the year, but anybody that doesn't think Mahomes is Patrick or is quarterback one, 90% of those people are pointing towards Kyler Murray. And for Cliff Kingsbury to keep his job, he needs Kyler Murray to play very well this year. Uh, Receiver-wise, Allen Robinson, Adam Thielen, Brendan Ayuk for Jeff. Um, it's not... I, Ayuk and Thielen have decent matchups. Uh, I just, I'm afraid 49ers may just pound the ball all night, which Ayuk could get a couple of carries. Thielen, I think they beat Cincinnati pretty handily. I think the spread's only three points. I think the Vikings are so much better than, than the uh, Bengals, and I'm going to give you a few gambling picks here as well. Allen Robinson will see Jalen Ramsey all night, so I don't expect Allen Robinson to have a very good night. Uh, Jake's side, he's very high on Calvin Ridley. Um, I love Calvin Ridley's talent. I think Calvin Ridley's in the throw at first offense. 
I just somehow don't see tons of fantasy relevancy. Let me totally wipe that off. I don't think Calvin Ridley should have been drafted as wide receiver four or whatever. I'm more like eight. But, um, you know, teach their own. If you feel a certain way about a player, then go get him. Um, Jake also has Robbie Anderson, who I, I really like this year. Um, I didn't realize Robbie Anderson had 90-some catches last year. That's incredible. Running back-wise, for Jeff, Nick Chubb, James Robinson, good little duo, but it's not Christian McCaffrey, who may outdo them both by himself, depending on what Chubb gets into. Uh, he, you know, if they, if they just commit to running the ball against Kansas City, he may go for, you know, 25 carries. Uh, Jake's going to go with Melvin Gordon getting the start against the Giants, and it's really not a bad play, um, considering his other options uh, and the Giants not being a very good team overall. Top two tight ends battling here, Kelsey against Cleveland, Waller against Baltimore. Uh, I think they'll both be fine, but Kelsey, he's just, I mean, he's like, I think he's a better wide receiver than Calvin Ridley as far as fantasy goes. So, yeah, that. Cortland Sutton, I mentioned the Denver receivers earlier. Jeff's going to roll him out on the flex. Jake with Debo Samuel, another player I really like. Um, and then kickers, we've talked about suck-up. Jason Myers, good kicker, good offense. Jeff also has the Baltimore defense. Jake with the Rams defense, two very good defenses. I cannot believe Baltimore's defense, and they just lost Marcus Peters, but 6.79 against the Raiders. Who I, I, I'm all out on the Raiders. So I'm thinking like six wins for the Oakland. Uh, Las Vegas, I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, there, there you go. Uh, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give picks. I'm looking at all the matchups. I'm gonna give picks. I'm gonna say Ethan gets win number one against me. Uh, I'm gonna say Stacy gets win number one against Brovy. I'm gonna say DJ runs away with one from Bar. I'm gonna say that Evan sneaks back and beats Heath. And I think Jake is gonna be, get the win over Jeff. Uh, so that's my predictions. And let's move on real quick. As I'm trying to keep this relatively short, we're at 22 minutes right now. I'm going to pull up uh, my FanDuel account and let you know what bets. I'm going to give you like three or four picks that I like. Um, I don't know that anybody else besides DJ and I really get into these. Um, but I've done more research lately, not just kind of picking randomly. done a little bit of research. Uh, listen to the boys at Hammer Down. Jake, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, they, they give a lot of insight. They give good picks. They win. I've been, you know, having a good time following them for the baseball season. Sometimes I just need to know when to say enough's enough as far as how many games I pick. So uh, let's, let's open up my active bets. Uh, I've got a bunch of junk in here. Um, okay. I like, I, I said it earlier, I like the Vikings minus three at the Bengals. I just think the Vikings are a totally better team than the Bengals. I think the Bengals have a young offense, but I still think they have no offensive line. I think their defense is going to be pretty bad. I think Minnesota has a pretty solid, if not good, offense. And their defense is supposed to be improved. They get some guys back. Daniel Hunter, who didn't play last year due to a holdout. Uh, they brought Everson Griffin back, who had been gone for a year. Um, another uh, breaking news alert in, Saquon Barkley questionable for the game on Sunday. Uh, that means he's pretty much going to play. So uh, other picks I like, 49ers minus 7.5 against Detroit. I just think Detroit's pretty bad. I think San Francisco can cover um, over a touchdown. I think it's a two-score game, so 10 points is fine. I think it's probably more like a two-touchdown game. Uh, and the only reason I think that is I think the Lions could probably sneak one in at the end to maybe bring it within. I, I could see San Francisco totally running away with this one. I just don't know what Detroit's going to have. Uh, although, new coach, you never know how those games go. Sometimes they get the boys fired up and they have a good. But I just, Jared Goff is not Matt Stafford. Jared Goff was, you know, 
he was driving the the, uh, the Lambo whenever he was playing in Los Angeles. Now he's driving like a Jetta. So not disrespectful to Jettas, maybe I don't know. Um, and let's go. I like the the uh, the Panthers minus four and a half against the Jets. I think the Panthers are a solid team. I think the Panthers are the second best team in that division. I think it's Tampa and then I think it's Carolina. I, I'm not super high on the Saints this year, um, especially without Michael Thomas. They really have limited pass catchers besides Alvin Kamara. Um, I've got the Titans minus three against Arizona. I do think Arizona can play with them, but I think um, you know going away the Titans can get this one and you know pick up a solid victory. Uh, I like I got I got the Chargers at plus one and a half. I like the Chargers to win outright, um, but as long as they can keep it close, uh, that's what I like. And then last, I like the Chiefs minus five and a half against Cleveland. I do think Cleveland is a solid team. I've been hearing a lot of Cleveland's the best team in that AFC North, and I do think they're better than Baltimore now. Baltimore bit by the injury bug, uh, you know, pretty hard recently. I do think Cleveland has the most talent on their team in that division. Let's just see if they can put it together. I don't don't count Pittsburgh out until they're out. Big Ben, healthy, allegedly, uh, for now. He's got solid receivers, good rookie running back, decent offensive line, solid defense. TJ Watts signed back. I just this watch saying that the Browns are the best team in that division. So those are my picks that I'm gonna say on here. I will probably end up having a pick for every game by the end of it. So um, with that. We'll be back with a uh, week one recap next week sometime, let's hope. Everybody enjoy the weekend. Lots of good college ball, lots of good NFL. Hey, it's NFL week one. Let's go. Let's get the red zone fired up and uh, enjoy your Sunday.